What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. Man, I'm I'm tired and the offseason hasn't even started yet, bro. Like, <laughs> like I I got I got back from Mobile Wednesday night. And since then, the Saints still don't have a head coach. Uh, we Saints Twitter brings up the lack of diversity in those who cover the Saints for a living. You know, shout out to D, shout out to Brian, you know, shout out to Jordan for bringing that up. After Tom Payton got, you know, he did like a a dinner last night, two nights ago, whenever it was. Of like oh, really? That's yeah. where things come from? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Payton did a, did a <clears throat> dinner and, then, you know, that was like a, a going away dinner, essentially. Um, Imagine that shit. <laughs> this Sean Payton of all people, like the man has been enemy number one of the media. Well, the media has been enemy number one to him, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, like we can't even, I guess we can't even tell the Ramon story, bro. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can't even tell it. Yeah, tell it on the podcast. <laughs> so this man has detested the media, and then. You know, he's feeling so good that he, he's no longer going to have to deal with New Orleans anymore. He's like, you know what? <laughs> and two things. So we'll talk We'll talk about the AK arrest in Vegas. We'll talk about our, you know, our final thoughts from the Senior Bowl, uh, head coaching. But the two thoughts that came to me the most, especially when those, when those pictures came out with the Sean Payton dinner with the media. The first one was, oh, this nigga's not coming back. <laughs> like, like he's gone. Like there is there is no chance of him ever being the head coach of the Saints again. There's just none. 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 Um, not that I thought it would, but like that just really solidified it for me because I'm like, this dude is done. Like he he doing a and you know he covered he covered all the the dinner. He probably covered the dinner, the the, oh, yeah. the drinks. It was all on him, bro. It was all, he, he's done. He's done. done. 
Um, and then the second thing I thought about looking at those, and I looked at the pictures very briefly, but it reminded me very, like, almost instantaneously when I went to that 7 a.m. presser at the Senior Bowl where Jim Nagy came on stage, he interviewed, or he introduced uh, Kenny Pickett, he introduced uh, Bill Mathis, defensive lineman in Alabama, and I just remember being in in that room, in that in the ballroom. And the first thing I, I, I first thing I told you, the first thing I told my girl on the phone, she's back home in California. And I was and I just said, I was like, it's so white. It's just and, and it's not lost on me that all of that it's all interconnected. Right. Yeah. The lack of diversity and people covering the sport that's dominated by African-Americans. It, there's lack of diversity in the media. There's like a diversity in the head coaching and in, 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 in coaching NFL teams. There's like a diverse, there's no black owners. There's no minority no. owner, period. Lack of diversity in a lot of front offices. It's all interconnected. And I don't, and I don't know why. Interesting thing. I don't know if you, maybe, maybe I'm the only one that does this, or maybe all of us do it. I remember when I was flying a couple of months or like, like in January, I was flying back to Lubbock to spend time with my grandma to celebrate her 80th birthday. And I told her friend at the time, they're a friend, oh, it's whatever. But I told a friend on my flight, I got on, it was from LA to Houston. I had, like, in my head, I had realized that on that flight, there was more black, like the predominant, you know, majority of people on the flight, on the plane were black, including myself. And and them as a white person, they were like, "Wait, you do that?" Like, mm. and I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah. Right? I, no, it's I, true. I, I like I absolutely do. I I have to be mindful of my surroundings and my situation because sometimes on flights, on planes, or depending on where I'm going, I'm one of the only few few black people on the plane. So that just uh-huh. the dynamic of how I have to think is completely different so and and, and them being a white person was just completely like wait you do that and i'm like yes i fucking do that and it's a a question i always had is do white because i assume why all white people do that like i just assume if they come into any situation they're counting black and white and hispanic faces or not, not white faces that, that's just what I've always assumed because I do it myself, just like you just like I do it. Like this job, the job where I work at now, I remember when I went, you know, they bring you on, the, you go on an interview and you bring you on a tour around the building. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. damn, I'm going to be the only nigga. This motherfucker, if y'all have me. <laughs> right. We, we, it, it matters to us, right? Because it, it, I don't want to say it dictates how we have to be, but like just little shit like that mm-hmm. is just so. And just that conversation, I, I wish I could. I wish I could send it to you, or wish I could just you know transcribe it because it was just like just the disconnect of this is a black person living in America and the things that we just consciously on the flight. I was right. like, oh shit, like we going to Houston. It's nothing about my people on this bitch. Yeah. About to right. 
As opposed to like, okay, you know, so white people. Anyway, <laughs> not that I have a thing against white people, but just the the environment, right? The the vibe is 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 different, and you have to be mindful of that. I don't think people who, are, if you're not a minority, you really don't get it. Maybe as a, maybe as a woman, women can get it if they are in spaces that are mostly male dominated, right? Because it's kind of like the, along the same thing of them being at the mindful, like, okay, I'm like one of blah blah so females in this in this in this area in this party, whatever. But I think for us as minorities, like it's something that we've done a, a large part of our lives. Yeah, everybody does it in a certain way, you know, especially, you know, depending on your ethnic ethnicity or whatever, you know, and I think black, you know, black people, black African-Americans, we have our own kind of category in it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's just, it's just different just, just because of the circumstances we came up through this country and the history of our, uh, you know, of our race and, you know, race relations in this country is just completely different. From everybody else, and that's not some you know oppression Olympics type of shit. Like, oh, we had it worse than everybody. No, <laughs> yes, everybody had their own shit. Jews, uh, Hispanic, everybody. Uh, All right, so American slow down Olympics. there, slow down there, Whoopi. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful. The same the Jewish people, you know, um, uh, you know, Native Americans, everybody, Indigenous people, everybody got their own shit. I'm just saying. The black experience is motherfucking different. You know what I'm saying? Different, bro. We did not we did not come here as immigrants. You know what I'm saying? We're brought here. So it's just and you know, not just and that's just the old history. Like you talk about currently, it's just taking on a whole different life, you know what I'm saying? To where we're trying to find our place in this strange world, you know what I'm saying? Which is our home. America's our home. As much as we talk shit about America, <laughs> yes. we I would talk shit with most with everybody. But it's like it's our home. Like it's where the fuck we've been. We've been here for four or five hundred years. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but we're still know, trying to find a place in it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I don't. And it's yeah, make. It was just I was a little surprised that that was like the first observation I had being at the senior mm-hmm. bowl at that press conference. Mm-hmm. Right? You would think as someone who's been a draft nick since I was, I don't know. 12, 13, it was like, bro, like, it was fucking Kenny Pickett. He was on stage. <laughs> you know, I got to ask him a question from, like, from from the, from the seats. But no, yeah. man, like, the first thing I, the first thing I thought when I walked in and when I left is, like, we are just so underrepresented at a, in a space like that. And, it, so what and are you, go ahead. So then, you know, so the fact that, you know, the whole thing with the media thing came out with the Sean Payton pictures. It's I don't I don't know how to fix it, right? I guess. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, what do you attribute that to? Because it's like, look, I mean, it's not like we had to, you know, get approved by some, you know, authority to get to the scene. But I mean, we did, but it wasn't hard. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was like, what's preventing others like us from? Dipping their toe in it, just like we done. I mean, shit, we just podcasters and content creators out here doing our thing. You know what I'm saying? What's preventing what What's preventing that from happening? You know what I'm saying? What's preventing that that diversification that we're looking for? You know what I'm saying? Is it a top down approach? Is it a bottom up? Is it a education? Is it what is it? You know, that's what I'm always wondering. I just don't know. Wow, it's it's a 
it's a hard question to answer. I mean, we've been doing this, you know, it's approaching fuck, how long has it been? <laughs> no, it's approaching like a, like two years, isn't it? No. Yep. Yeah. It's approaching two years. Um and it's just one of those things where yeah, because it was a it was a Maurice draft. Ugh. Yeah, so it's approaching two years. It'll be two years um this draft season. Uh. And I don't know. I, I've I think for us, you know, we've been able to organically cultivate something. Um, but like if we had just started a podcast, just us, just two black dudes from Saints Twitter, like without me having have done a pod with, with Underhill for four plus years, five plus years, you have a you have a Twitter following. Now it's at you know over twelve thousand, but it's you know it's it's steadily grown over time. If you would just put us together from the jump, would our park would our podcast be what it is now, and would we have been able to do the things and get credentialed like we have? No, we haven't, right? Like so, I think that kind of plays into it too, right? Yeah, it's it's like oh, this dude did a podcast with a guy who was white who covered the Saints, or maybe maybe the same could have. Let's say I did a podcast with Ramon. Who knows, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I kind of had that like that, the rub, right? I'm like, oh, okay. And then you, you've always had a huge following on on Twitter, and you know, you have a huge network of getting messages, the message or content across to your followers. For us, it was kind of like it's it's been lightning in a, in a bottle, and this is still very new to us. Um, but I will say. Because I don't, I don't know who all listens to this podcast, and I don't really care who does. Because we keep our shit real. Um, one thing that really stood out to me was it was Wednesday, right when we when it was that whole press junket of all the players coming out. Um, we get to you know they're going to the podium, whatever. The same people, majority of those people that Sean Payton was taking pictures with, right. Uh. I'm, I'm, I won't say it, bro, because I don't care. I don't. I don't care, right? Right. Seven a.m. in the morning. This is not my job. I don't get well. Besides what we get through pay, Patreon donate donors, and we we appreciate y'all. And that's been since the Senior Bowl. That's really been every day. It seems like we're getting a new Patreon member, which we appreciate. We we love that, and we we put that towards trying to have a better podcast, better equipment, whatever. Right. We're at we're at seventy almost eighty eighty patreons of who help us every month with this podcast. But the fact that we don't get you know we don't work for a company that gets paid for this. We are not covering the the team or an independent contractor or an employee. No, you pay for your hotel this week. Like, you know what I'm yes. saying? Yes, <laughs> my rental car. I pay for that. But what I'm saying is seven a.m. Wednesday morning. <clears throat> Was the day that the Lions, uh, Dan Campbell's, Dan Campbell spoke, uh, Robert Sala spoke, all the quarterbacks spoke, all the big names who were senior at the senior book spoke. I was there. I was up, and it was it was hard for me, bro, because you know it's Central Time, and I was born and raised in Central Time, but like my body's used to Pacific Time, so my body's two hours behind. But I was like, yo, <laughs> and I. Yeah. And, and you all sent your time, and it was hard for you to. You Bruh, and you, 
you know it was a 50-50 chance I was going to show up. Like I knew, I knew when, when I texted you at like 6.15, I was like, you up, nigga? And you was like, I was up. I was like, okay, okay, he up. If, so if the, it wasn't for that pep talk from uh, my wife, I wouldn't have showed up, bro. <laughs> she was like, you gotta, you gotta take advantage of this. I was like, you know what? All right, I'm going to set my okay, alarm. Right. Okay, so it's 7 a.m. You get there at a little about 7.15. I'm there at 6.40. In the morning, 6.40. Just so I could like maybe get a good, you know, get a good thing so I could stand. But what did I notice? There was no Captain Terrell. There was no Mike Triplett. There was no Sean from Fox 8. Huh. Where were they, bro? <laughs> Luke Johnson. But I mean, I'm, hey, I'm not saying Luke wasn't there. I, don't, I just don't know what he looked like. You know, was he there? Was, oh, I, think think so. Novak, oh. I think Jeff Novak showed up. I, I don't I don't think Amy Just was there, even though she wanna she wanna do the Homer Simpson in the in the bushes, but but she wasn't there. But what what I'm yeah. saying, but what I'm saying though is, it stood out to me that people who were in this picture with Sean Payton, the Saints need a quarterback, bro. We are starving. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you get a chance to ask Malik Willis a question. You get a chance to ask Kenny Pickett a question. Who was the person who asked Malik Willis if he had spoken to the Saints? It was, it was Catherine. It was me, bro. Just, just, just a nigga. Because, <laughs> A, I was curious to know. And you know what? I was like, you know what? If I'm curious, I'm pretty fucking sure other fans of the team are curious, too. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox of it. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say, and again, I don't, I don't know who else is this podcast. All I'll say is that it stood out to me. And maybe maybe I, me and you are just built different. My thing is if I have a, if I have a job or if I have a passion, I'm going to do it 110%, right? Mm-hmm. That's just how I was built. That's just how I was raised. Now, you know, I'm, it just it just stood out to me. I, you know who I did see there? Shout out to Dylan. Shout out to mm. Ross Jackson. Shout out to John Hendricks. Those dudes work. Grind. 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 Just saying, man. You know, let's 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 get off this subject because I don't want to feel like I'm burning bridges or, or calling people out because that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just keeping shit real, right? Because as soon as as soon as as soon as that portion was was done, me and you were in the in the garage. We're walking to uh, we walk to our cars before we go to Ruby Slipper, and I and I asked you, bro. I was like, where the fuck were they? Right. Where was Nola Media? Like, where was Uh-oh. the New Orleans media representation? You know what I'm saying? Like, Saints are in like this huge transition period. Like, I noticed other media. Like, I noticed. Other media coming through, like you know, bum rushing through. Where was New Orleans at, Brian? We down south. This is our hood, bro. Bro, I, I didn't care who it was, bro. I'm if I had a question, and I, I'm in hindsight, so I, I can like you asked a good question to Dan Campbell about Aaron Glenn. I should have asked him about like, hey, when you became like the Lions head coach, you know, you had a good relationship with Sean Payton. I know that Matt Stafford was traded to the Rams. Was there, was there any conversation about him maybe getting traded to the Saints last season? But because of that mm-hmm. connection, you know, again, that's 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 on me, right? That's a hindsight thing. I should have asked that, but at least I was. We were there, so we could, if we had something to ask, we could have asked. 
And just to be honest, bro, like, here's the thing. A lot of the New Orleans media, bro, they've been around so long. They would probably say, like, let the young bucks eat that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we above that now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we are, they have their own little thing that they do, you know. They have their own little sources, the few little sources. But I'll just say this, right? If that's how you think you're doing, you're doing the people who who want the most news a disservice. Yeah, I mean, you know, we know this, bro. Like New Orleans sports coverage sucks. Like this has been this a long time, a long time. And look, I have my favorites. I love Kevin Terrell, love Mike Triplett. You know, uh, Underhill. You know, I know there's situations there, but outside of that, that's pretty much it. Like. New Orleans radio sucks. Horrible. Sports radio, worse in the country. I, I, hey, I don't know if there's a science on that, but I'm telling <laughs> you, New Orleans radio is the worst in the fucking country. Like, there's no worse city with a, like, a sports city. Like, New Orleans is a sports city. Huge sports city. The worst radio, sports radio in the country. It's terrible. Um, it's just terrible, man. And it's like, damn. Like, you know, and Saints fans are so passionate to the point we create our own fucking media. Like, mm. but hey, look, here's the thing: is what's happening. This is happening like on a bigger level, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is happening on a bigger level, not just New Orleans. This is a phenomenon that's happening pretty much globally, where people are creating their own media. Um, the legacy media is dying; it's dead. You know, CNN, uh, Fox News, MSNBC, all this shit. They're dying. The the you know the buttoned up host that gets on at eight o'clock and you know we're reporting from New York today. That it doesn't work like that no more. People don't consume media like that. The they only people that the only people that do is like older people. Like my grandma. the boomers is still around <laughs> yes. for the boomers. Yes. Like my mom, yeah, my grandma and all that. Yeah, but like the generation that's coming up, the Gen Z, the millennials, and everybody. If it, if we it like Twitter, <laughs> we, 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 cur- we curate our own media. We yes. have our favorite journalists that we follow. Yes. We have our favorite certain news spots that we follow, favorite websites, certain podcasts. That's where we curate our media and absorb it and, you know, dictate what we, you know, the information we know. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you're starting to see happen in NFL, where back in the day it was just Sports yeah. Illustrated, Sports Illustrated, um, you know what I'm saying? NFL, you know, pro football talk, whatever. But now you have, you know, different. Every team has their own little fan-made sports media where we curate our own shit. You know what I'm saying? And I love it, bro. Like, I love that that's becoming, a, a, a you know, just kind of a new phenomenon for, you know, people coming up for new fans and everything that we got somewhere to go. Like, I used to remember, you know, remember, we used to have to, Google and search for Saints News. <laughs> Find some Saints News. Like I remember every morning I get up and I go to Google News and I search New Orleans Saints and then filter by date. And I find the latest just Saints News that's out there, whether it's a quote from anybody, whatever. You know. <laughs> but now we have it to where we have places we we could go and just get the latest Saints shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not like controlled through this one little uh, you know, there's one little tunnel of information. You know, we get it from everywhere. We get it on Twitter, unnamed sources, whatever. We got the info coming. 
You know, motherfuckers taking screenshots of Snapchat, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We getting the info. We ain't waiting on Nola.com. We're not waiting on no. that letter none of that shit, man. You know? No. Um let's 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 seg- segue into that or segue away from that. And this head coaching search, bruh. Still don't got a head coach. Bruh. Uh, bro, we ain't got no head coach, bro. No head coach. They wrapped up an eight-hour meeting with Eric Bieniemy today, a couple bro, hours ago. If that interview was a sham, Eric Bieniemy need to sign on to that class action lawsuit. <laughs> motherfucking Brian Flores and sue them niggas, bro. I'm sorry, eight hours. You interviewed for eight hours. I better get the job. I want the job. I better be signing some papers tomorrow. Four million a year, whatever. Eight million a year, whatever it is, you know. Damn, they put that. They put that man through a whole work shift, bro. Eight hours. <laughs> he better got. He better got some emeralds. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Some little chills. So, the my my number one coaching hire that I wanted is off. You know, he went off the board. Doug Peterson became the head coach. Yeah. Head coach of the, of the Jags. Um, and so now it's just, it's, you know, it's the enemy, it's Aaron Glenn, it's Dennis Allen. Um, there's some more names I'm, I'm, I'm missing. <laughs> I, love, I love Pete Carmichael. was like, nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, yo. <laughs> hey, coach? <laughs> no. Um, and like, Again, the logical thing just says it's just going to be Dennis Allen. You know, just get the band back together. It's just, you know, roll on. Same old, same old. But I will say that the intensive due diligence that the Saints have done in this head coaching search um, is impressive, right? Because they could they could have just, just been lazy with the whole shit. And been like, okay, well, we know it's gonna be BA, so we'll just do this for optics. Yeah, that's what I expected. I expected like sometime last week they announced Dennis Allen was the head coach. We both did, bro. We both did. So the fact that it has that hasn't been announced, it doesn't sound like Byron Leftwich is gonna. Sounds like they want to interview Byron Leftwich, but it's not gonna happen. So at this point, they kind of have their candidates. Um. I'll say this because everyone was like, well, "Who do you want them to be?" I want, I I want some fucking oomph on offense, bro. I need it, bro. I need some oomph on offense. And so, with that said, I think to really get that oomph, then I would my my heart my heart says bring me Eric enemy because then. I think that can unlock a whole lot of things. He would not. Yeah. He he would not take the head coaching job and be like, and be like "Okay, what we have here in this offensive room is going to work." Right. Abs- right. Absolutely not. Um, logical. If if it's if they just announced it's going to be Dennis Allen and blah blah, wouldn't be surprised. But what are your thoughts on the head coaching search up to this point? Oh, man, I don't know. Man, it's like like we have this idea what Eric Benamy would be as a head coach. But it's just such an unknown. Like I don't I don't know the guy. Like I barely know what his voice sounds like. I was able 
Yesterday, I just looked YouTube and I found like one video of him talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this is, I just try to wonder what does his voice sound like? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to figure out who he would be as a head coach because, you know, honestly, it's going to be more than offense. It's going to be, you got to be the CEO. Um, and it seems like he has the potential to do that. You know, I mean, he's been a part of the league a long time, played in the NFL. He's from New Orleans. Um, Played in NFL, you know, coached in the NFL for a long time, coached in college, you know, came up as a running backs coach, you know, came up, became an offensive coordinator, been an offensive coordinator for the Chiefs for, you know, five, six years now. Um, and he's obviously he's attempting. He calls the plays too. Calls the plays. And look, I mean, look, Chiefs have been prolific. He called the plays when they was there, you know, when they had uh, Alex Smith. And yep. And nobody would argue that they got the most out of Alex Smith. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, the dude is prolific, you know, and he understands the pass game. He understands the run game. Look, he works under Andy Reid. How much influence does Andy Reid put on him? I'm sure there's plenty. But from what I understand, a lot of those little weird little plays that they like to run every week, it's like, oh, what was that motion? What was this? What was that? That's Eric Bannerman. That's not Eric, that's not Andy Reid going through you know thirty old tape looking for that stuff. Apparently, that's Eric Bannerman. Mm. So you know that's the type of juice that we'd be getting, and that would be exciting. And especially you know this year when you got the draft, you know when it comes to like who should the Saints draft if they do draft a quarterback, the head coach makes such a is such an important key to that that puzzle, you know, and even Mickey Loomis talked about that because he's going to set the vision. So like somebody like Eric Bieniemy would kind of open the door for Malik Willis to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas maybe Dennis Allen does it because Dennis Allen's a defensive coordinator. So he's going to play it safe. You know what I'm saying? He's going to go with the safe option, whatever that would be, whether that's Jameis or, you know, kind of a milk toast rookie or, you know, a, a trade of a, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever like that. Oh. Yeah, exactly. 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 So, you know, I lean towards that the enemy pick because it would kind of mix it up a little bit. Plus I just want to see the brother get a job, man. Like, damn. Yeah. Like, I like, like, like no, no one's fooled by what the Texans doing at all right now. Like, okay, we, we're going to hire Lovey Smith this year. But don't worry, Josh. Like we, yeah. we, we got you next year. Wink, wink. Right. Nah, nah. Like, like I, I, I can guarantee you. As soon as that fucking, um, as soon as that fucking story broke, the Brian Flores lawsuit. I know Roger Goodell had to call up the text and say, "Yeah, listen, y'all, y'all can't hire Josh McCallum over <laughs> Brian Flores." This, like, I don't know what type of under the table doing that. <laughs> that Rogers sent the Texans up with, bruh, but there was no way Rogers no gonna let there because <laughs> he's like, he, you know, you know how bad that looked for us. Do you know how bad that looked? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I do too. Um, is <sighs> part of me just has, has thought that the longer this has gone on. The, the the more I've just thought, like, I, I don't know if DA's going to be the guy, right? Because, like, I know, right? Like, it's just like, y'all, y'all, it's a wide 
wide net, which is a good thing. But it's like, did DA give y'all something that y'all felt like y'all just had to keep interviewing prospect after prospect? Because that's what it seems like. I mean, again, this, this is all external, but that's what it seemed like. It's like they interviewing this, they interviewing this person. Like, damn, did, does DA get, get y'all worried? I don't know, man. It's just, I, I would assume we should have an answer who the head coach is within, within the next week, week and a half. It have to be like the, the Saints are the only team, or well, the Saints and the Texans, but it seems like the Texans are zeroing in on Lovey Smith. Saints are the only team that got a head, like Saints and Texans, the only team that got, got a head coach right now, bro. That's crazy, right? <laughs> and, Fucking and, Dolphins got Mike McDaniels. Oh boy, that's gonna be that's that is. I saw him. I was like, you know what? Maybe Pete Carmichael can get a job. You know? No, that, he, that's exactly who Pete Carmichael like reminds me of. It's That's him. what he reminds me of. That's as yeah. soon as I thought, because I'd never seen it before. I didn't even know what he looked like. That was like <laughs> right. When, he, when, when the Dolphins hired him, the, the NFL sent fucking Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter. Oh, the, the Dolphins hired, uh, he's mixed. He is mixed. He is biracial. Like, they were screaming that shit. Wow, bro. Are you <laughs> like, serious, bro? Are you like, serious? I'm surprised they didn't put it in caps and they tweets, bro. God, man. The NFL media kills me, bro. I think it was either Ian Rapport or Adam Shepard who I said who identifies as biracial. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, you're not getting uh, pulled over for driving while black. Absolutely not. (laughs) <laughs> but bro, they was on it quick. Like they had it in the drafts. Like, oops, oh yeah, he, no. oh, he, yeah, he mixed, 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 black, negro, yeah. n- negro. NFL negro. media is just like Russia media or China media or even U.S. media to a certain extent. It, it that th- those memos get sent out. You know what I'm saying? And they know what to say and tweet. That's it's just complete bullshit, <laughs> bro. It's a, it's so shit. Oh, I know you was napping, bro. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta send you some of those tweets because they, they are fucking ridiculous. Man, I, was, I was watching Bobo Fett all day. Oh, yeah, we gotta, we gotta get our boy fucking Howe back on this shit, bro. Gotta, yeah, back, man. <laughs> gotta howl, holla, howl, shit, bro. Um, okay, let's 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 stop it. Let's not stop ignoring elephant in the room. We gotta talk about this AK shit. It was it was bad enough that like this morning, there's the you know there's diversity conversation you know in Saints media Saints Twitter D Jordan Ryan making salient points and then we haven't identified who this person is yet, but someone in Saints media obviously had a burner, and then they make a tweet towards D. It was like basically like put your phone down, get a Big Mac instead, blah blah. And it's like you get mad just because we bring it up, like like just because diversity conversations are happening, like that says a lot in itself, right? So like that was the first like thing in Saints in Saints Twitter that started like the morning. And then like we're all you know whatever kind of dies down. D gets the IP address of who this person is, and then that person gets fucking rattled. So I'm gonna identify who this person is, but if we do. We, um, we do that shit. Anyway, so we, you know, Pro Bowl happens today. We 
all getting through our days, a lazy Sunday. Boom. <laughs> Ali Kamara a- arrested. Bar fight on Saturday. Like he, this this altercation happened on Saturday. He still plays in the Pro Bowl on Sunday. Gets arrested like right after the fucking Pro Bowl. Um, but because he's charged with like uh, Tupac, you're Tupac. <laughs> but because he's charged with battery and like bodily harm, like it's a felony. And his arraignment or first court hearing is one thirty tomorrow or tomorrow in Vegas. Oh, bruh. Oh. We'll see, man. I can't comment on it until I see details. Um, I just hope it was just some bullshit. Like, just... Well, I, I tweeted you, like, I tweeted you yesterday, bro. Like, I just knew them niggas going to be turned up about that. You talk about all these millionaires. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. <laughs> all these, you talk about all these millionaires out there in Las Vegas? All this testosterone and money? Come on, man. Something's going to go down. Something. It's going to be a disaster, bro. Something, man. What was the NFL thinking? <laughs> Send to Hawaii, Orlando, you know, nice, calm places. But Las Vegas, man, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we really can't comment on it. But it's it's like the fucking tweet that you tweeted out almost. It'll be fucking six, year, six years old in a couple of months, bro. Can't, you know. It's, it's always something. It's always some shit, bro. Always some shit. That's my team, though. Always. <laughs> so, uh, coach stepped down. No head coach. We got our star running back and our our really our only piece of office that we have. Alyssa, <laughs> Alyssa started that little daily calendar, and at first I was like, I don't know if you're gonna be able to fill this every day. Shit. <laughs> Every single day there's been something for Alyssa to put on that calendar, bro. Every day. That was just January already in the brush. You already started a new month. We in February. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um it's crazy. It is. What I so you went to the actual senior bowl on on Saturday on yesterday. Yeah. I I went to before I left for Wednesday, I went to the first practice, drizzling, rainy as shit, sat through most of it. Um, just wanted to see, you know, that, that was the team where it was Kenny Pickett, Carson Strong, um, Desmond Riddler. Just wanted to kind of just see them, how they were throwing in the rainy conditions and things like that. Uh-huh. What were your thoughts? You know, I know you and Bree went to the game yesterday. What were your thoughts being there at the game and, and what you saw? I mean, I don't have any high level analysis. I thought, um, I thought Malik Willis, you know, threw the ball well. Uh, he looked good. Um, I thought Kenny Kenny Pickett looked fine. Carson Strong looked really bad to me. Um, I thought uh, Ritter looked a little better than I expected him to look in the game. Just the way he kind of moved in the game, the way he threw. Um, just in person, you know what I'm saying? Like right. in person, it just kind of like, oh, like, okay, looks pretty good with everything working together. Uh, Sam Howell, I, I like Sam Howell, man. Like I came to this with like literally no bias for or against Sam Howell because I just had watched him 
Bias probably was a little negative just because of the school he went to. Was so just watching him at practices and during the game, I just like, okay, he's fine. Like I'm not super high on him or anything, but I'm like, I could see him having like a uh, what's the former Jaguars quarterback? Uh, um, Eagles. Minchu. Yeah, I could see him being like a Minchu type of guy, you know, or like a high level Minchu. You know what I'm saying? Because Minchu is actually good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. he's a good quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So, I could see yeah. him being that style of quarterback where, no, he might not be the dominant playmaker of a team, but he could be that point guard distributor with a little moxie kind of guy that, you know, that could start for a team. You know what I'm saying? So, I kind of like – I came away kind of liking him a little more than I expected to. Um, our dude, Otito, he was flashing, bro. Like, I, I yeah, saw he was flashing, man. Um, other than that, nothing, nothing really stood out. Like, the wide receivers, nobody really blew me away. I mean, they, they ran the ball a lot during that a game. Lot. Yeah, a lot. I, I ain't going to lie. Like, most of the time, I was focused on the uh, fam U band, just watching the band, and we was rolling, bro. Like, we was, <laughs> the band was rolling, dog. So, I don't know. Just being at the game was a little different than the practice. But, man, that, that week, I'll never forget it, man. If this was the only year we do that, it was great, man. I really enjoyed that shit. Yeah, man, it was it was it was something. Um what I found very interesting is going to the practice and see see the players in practice. And then maybe you maybe you you know, obviously we have our thoughts on players and what we saw. And then maybe we go, you know, at at nighttime in the evening or reading what other people think about the same players that you watch and practice and how wildly sometimes different or like exactly the same your thoughts are, mm-hmm. are that match with someone. So mm-hmm. like the biggest player that seemed to be just wildly different than what I saw was like Kenny Pickett. Cause everyone says like he had an up and down mm-hmm. <laughs> an up and down week. And I was like, like, what did y'all come in and expecting? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like he, can he, he like I don't know what you expect. Like he is exactly who he is, right? You watch two to three games of Kenny Pickett, you have a very good idea of who he is as a player. Um, yeah. Anyone who's listening to this podcast that has like wants to know what like what what Kenny Pickett is as a player, I would I would advise you to go watch the game he played this year. Excuse me, against Clemson. That is a game where for 70% of the game, nothing is going right for Kenny Pickett. His offensive line cannot block Clemson's defensive line. He's getting pummeled. He's getting destroyed. Um, And he keeps getting up and finding a way to will his team to a win. Like, it looks ugly at times for, like, three quarters. Like, three – like, almost three quarters, it looks bad. And then he just kind of just does enough, making key throws, big throws, touchdowns, third third down conversions, scrambles here and there when he needs to. Like I saw, like that game in itself, I was like, oh, he he gonna be all right. Like he he's gonna be all right. Um, but one thing that leaving the Senior Bowl, which I thought was a little dumb going into it. Now everyone's like, oh, Malik Willis quarterback one. 
like he's going to be, you know, like he his quote unquote draft stock is ascending, which yeah. is crazy to me because I was like, it was all on the tape, like none of all there, all there, like nothing new, nothing new, and it's just like, the, and that's that's one thing I hate about like the draft process in general is just like these artificial like. Rises of players. It's so predictable. Ah, It drives me crazy, bro. Like I watched three or four games of Malik, and I said he's and I tweeted. I said he's quarterback one. It's not even close. (laughs) It was not even close. When I told you after I watched him, I'm like, bro, he gonna go top ten. Like, yeah, stop. Yeah, (laughs) easy. There's no way he's not going in the top ten of this draft. There's no way. Period. Um, and now it's like. McShay, Daniel Jeremiah. Blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, y'all, either y'all are really bad at y'all fucking jobs. If y'all, if y'all, because like, I think Daniel Jeremiah has him like 35 or 38 in his top 50. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> but look, what? I get his top 50 because it's it's player ranking versus quarterback. I, Quarterbacks I, get boosted up. But like 38, like, come on now. 38. You're saying that there's 38 players in this draft better than Malik Willis. If he was at Auburn, would he be 38? Uh-oh. 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 I understand. You know, like, people do that. Like, it's just the eternal bias in schools and stuff like that. I don't know, and man. I, I tweeted it, man, like, the the infectious personality he has. Infectious, you know, bro. Don't, you know, how that pertains to wins, probably not at all. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? But you can matters. It matters. Like, it does. <laughs> you could see it with just the like. These are quote unquote brand new teammates, right? This was not his teammates yeah. at at Liberty. These are this just is why players. practices matter. This is why practice matter. You just get to watch a player and how he interacts with yes. all the players there, and you just see him just dapping people. Just well, like he, remember, he was like in the middle of the field. He was just doing a dancing little fucking jig, just yeah. just just <laughs> swagging out. And right. like me and you noticed, we were like. It's, it's just something not like it's tangible, like you can see it, but you can't quantify it. But you can see that that infectiousness and that 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 swag and that confidence it rubbed off on his teammates, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, it was it was just good, man. It was it was a great experience for us to have. Um, I saw I'm, like players that I noticed a lot. In the one-on-one drills, like offensive line, defensive line, you already mentioned um, a, uh, a Tito. Um, the there's this offensive lineman, last name Penny. I don't know. I think he went to Northern Illinois, maybe. I don't know. He just continued. He flashed a lot to me in one-on-ones. I guess he had a great game as well, and his stock as an offensive tackle is going up. I mentioned the the raging Cajun offensive lineman that looked really good to me. Um, his stock is going up. It's just like don't get me wrong, right? It's, I'm not trying to say it's quote unquote easy to scout players because it is absolutely not. It's like it's just humans picking humans. But if you pay attention enough, like there are some things that can stand out to you. Um, that's just very obvious if you if you watch it long enough. Right. Exactly. Like my dude Danny Gray, he got some pub, uh, but he got hurt during the week. Um, Braylon Sanders, you know, like good players, you just see 
good players are pretty much obvious. Now it's harder to find those diamonds in the rough, um, you know, especially with certain positions. But man, like some players, man, you just they're going to show that they're good players, whether it's practice during the game or whatever. You know, those are the easy ones to get. Yeah, they. I mean, they really, they really are. Um, what are your, you know, your thoughts? These next, you know, these let's say let's say two weeks, right? Got the Super Super Bowl coming up on on Sunday, um, and after that, it's kind of a lull. Super Bowl combines from the third to the sixth of March. Then there's free agency. What are some things that you're hoping to see these next couple of weeks pertaining to the Saint League Saints in general? Like, what are some things that you're you're interested about? Obviously, this week I'm trying to have a head coach. Please. And that would just solve, like, a lot of – that would just give me some clarity on what to look for moving forward. You know what I'm saying? So once that happens, hopefully this week, after the Super Bowl, you know, it's like game on, bro. It's combine coming up. Start figuring out what you're doing in free agency. Who you're going to bring back. Who you're going to resign. Any new players you're going to sign. You know, it's time to get the ball rolling, man. It's time to, like, remake your team. You know what I'm saying? Like, Saints got a little work to do on the salary cap. You know, they can, you know, they can get under the cap. You know, don't get twisted by the, you know, salary cap hawks. Oh, they're in salary cap hell. They can literally get, like, shave off, like, $100 million without making a call. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally. The shit's all in the contract. Don't worry about the contract restructuring. Like, oh, you know, what if a player didn't want to restructure and all that? No, shit's in the contract. Which Already is funny. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, thanks for speaking to Catherine Terrell. She was the one who pointed that out to me because for the longest time, I didn't know that until recently. No, nah, man, it's in the contract. Like, I forgot. Michael Lombardi always talk about like paragraph 18 or something like that. You know what it's called, but it's like when you're designing a contract, Already agreed to. Like, Saints put that shit in all the contracts. So it's not even like, oh, we got to call the player and get the okay. Nah, that shit's already fucking in there. Well, well, a restructurer is agreed to. Like, an actual pay cut is different. Right. Yeah, pay cut. That is different. Yes. Completely different. But I'm talking about turning turning the roster bonus and signing the bonus. Like, turning that, turning salary into signing the roster bonus. You know what I'm saying? Like, taking that money and converting it. So they get that shit up front, which is a good deal for the player. Like, oh, absolutely. It's like, what if motherfucker told you, like, hey, instead of paying you every two weeks, like we're paying you now, I'm gonna give you the rest of your salary of the year right now. Like, okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, I take it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like the lottery, you know what I'm saying? To give you the right. option to get it, you know, yearly yeah. or all right, there you go. All the payout. Give me the fucking payout. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, absolutely. absolutely. It's guaranteed. Then it's guaranteed money. So, <laughs> there's so many. There's so many studies on that. Give me that shit yearly. <laughs> no, bro, bro. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen when you don't get it anymore, bro? I mean, it's not like I'm gonna stop working. So, <laughs> so you're not gonna stop working. Like, if you get a million dollars, and you're not gonna stop being a social worker. Absolutely not. Uh. Uh-uh. That's great, bro. Like, that means you found the perfect job. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I know my situation is very different, though. I would absolutely not stop working. Mm-mm. 
No. Now you found the perfect job, bro. You're like one in a million, man. I know, bro. Like I, I'm I'm blessed that way. Now, would I take some long would I take longer vac- like longer vacations? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I think the longest vacation I've taken up to this point is when me and my girl went to Hawaii and I took like a week off. And that and that was a, that was it. Maybe maybe it was a little over a week. But yeah, that's the longest vacation I've ever I've ever had. Man, I leave my job so quick. I would even I would I, not only would I keep working in my job, I would still want to promote and become a supervisor. Like I'm like I'm serious about that. That's not that's not BS. That is hundred percent real. Man, you need to clip this and send that to your manager, Brian. Like- <laughs> no, like obviously like working, I mean it's a completely different conversation, but like one of the biggest things to having a good a good career is right is your boss right and upper management and i've had the same boss for like six years and i became a social worker the same time she became a supervisor so we were both kind of new to the role together and we've both kind of grown together in our role like she's super understanding um you know she's, she's just she's cool shit yeah, I'm gonna change it. Yeah, I'll still work. Absolutely, but absolutely, I work. Oh yeah, man, I love it, bro. Like that's fulfillment <laughs> right there. That's what it is, man. Search. People spend their life searching for that, and never find it, man. Oh, I know, I know. Now, would I go out and buy a bomb house, fucking bomb house, like house? Oh, and of course. oh, of course. But yeah, I would still, I would still for sure work. Yeah, that would. That's not even a question in my mind. Anyway, getting back to the states. Um. It's just, there's just so many things that can happen over these next couple of weeks. Um, I will, the one thing I will say about the AK thing, right? I think I could say this, you know, on the record, is that there was a lot of hesitancy about getting him, giving him that contract extension. Uh. Right? A lot of hesitancy about getting, giving him that contract extension because Hey, AK can't dip his toe. He dips yeah. his toe. AK can't been involved in some things that has, has not gotten him in trouble officially, but he's had some fucking close calls. I'm saying this because I I heard this information right before. So this was during the release draft, right? And the Saints loved Jonathan Taylor. And I, when I say they loved him, they loved Jonathan Taylor. And if you remember correctly, that was like the AK like contract year. He was going in the last year of his contract, and then things got like. And so they didn't draft Jonathan Taylor. They, Sean picks fucking Ruiz, and then that remember leading up to the season, bro. Like AK wasn't returning Sean's calls, mm-hmm. and then the Joe Cena Anderson report, like be open to yeah. trading. Traded him, blah blah blah. There's a reason there was like there some some hesitancy about wanting to give him that money. I'm just I'm I'm not saying again. We don't know what the fuck happened in Vegas. I'm pretty sure when TMZ released the video because we know TMZ gonna release the video at some point. They got no. <laughs> and when they do, it's gonna be an epic day on Saint Twitter for great reasons or for terrible reasons, right? We'll but see. <laughs> the video is coming and. 
the, I'll just say that the team had some hesitancy and some concerns about giving him a contract extension. That's all I'll say. Yep. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? We'll see what it's going to be. Because, um, you know, Eric Kamara, man, he, you know, he's the people's champ, bro. He is. You know, he, he is. He his toe. He where the people be at. You know, he don't like, he don't go where the bougie people be at, the, you know, the whiny crackers. He be, he be with the slumlords. You know what I'm saying? He be with the hood, the goons. He won't yes. be where the goons at, you know? That's just him. You know? So, you know, that, that, and that could put you in some situations that you don't want to be in. You know, as much as we love it, I'm the same way. You know what I'm saying? As much as we love it, it could put you in situations that you don't want to be in. But we'll see. You never know. I remember a report came out last year with, you know, Aaron Donald or somebody. It was Aaron yes. Donald. He got in trouble. Bro, I was ready to get that nigga out the league, bro. Said, yes. Suspend that bitch forever. <laughs> but then a video came out. He was like, some dudes he was with was starting to fight or something, and then he broke it up or whatever. And you know, it was obviously bullshit. Like they were just trying to get money out of the dude. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, yes. so we'll see. We'll see. We'll wait. You know, TMZ gonna have it. I just hope it's man. I just hope it's nothing bad. Cause man, like if you talk about tradable assets, <laughs> Saints ain't got much, but AK is wonderful. <laughs> <Buddy>. <laughs> Better hurry and convince Sean to go, go get that Dallas job, bro. I'm saying. <laughs> um, I'll end on this. Who will be the, the next time we record? I, I would imagine the head coaches announced it for the Saints. Who's going to be the head coach of the Saints? Who you got? Man, it's a hard question. It's a hard question. I'm going to go DA, bro. I'm going to just stick with DA. I'm just stick with it. I wish I'm not hard on it. I'm, I'm not. I wish I could say different, bro, but I, I can't, bro. I will hold you. I'll be with DA too, bro. We might be wrong, bro. We might be completely totally wrong. Could be but... completely wrong, and I'm fine with it. I'll be, I'll be happy with. I, I, you know, I'm just. So interested to just know because when it comes to like who the how successful the head coach can be, we have no fucking clue. Less than players, less than anything you could do. We have no idea whoever gets hired is gonna be good or not. We don't know, man. It's impossible to know. Impossible. There's no analytics for that, you know. So we just gonna see, bro. We just gonna see. But you know, I love Eric Bienemy. I you know, I'd be completely fine with DA. I'd be fine. To see how that rolls. Um, I, I, I'll say this. If it's DA, <clears throat> I want to know, will he be given an opportunity to shake up the coaching staff if he wanted to? That's what I want to know. Because if not, because if, because if he is, and, it, you know, maybe he wants to bring it, like, maybe he said, you know what, Pete, I don't love the ride, bro, but I need, I need to shake something up, change, you know, Bring him a, a and, I, and listen, <clears throat> I think he will be giving that. I just listened to that uh, Loomis interview. It sounds like they don't give a fuck about that. Like they want whoever comes in to be the CEO. Like run that motherfucker. You want to let go, bring a new staff, bring a new staff. Want to keep the staff, keep the new staff. But like do it. You know what I'm saying? Like believe in it, whatever you're doing. It sounds like that's the case. I don't know if that's really the case behind the doors, 
but just be reading into it. And I mean, they gotta get this. They gotta do hurry to do this because like staffs are getting fucking assembled. Yeah, league, right. Yeah, the staff is, uh, you know, Zimmer out there. You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't gonna be out there for long. He put out a statement through somebody basically saying like he wants coach. to coach this year. He wants to coach. He don't care about head coaching. He wants to be involved in football. Like you got to. There's talent out there, so you can't just wait so long. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you know it's gonna be interesting, man. How they play yeah. this out? Sounds like uh, Mike McDaniel wants to get Vic Fangio as his DC in Miami. He ain't gonna be out there long. Nope. Nope. I'm saying like they gotta, they gotta just, just figure figure it out. And I, I man, I wish I'd be a fly on the fly on the wall in those just discussions. You know, oh. Mick, Mickey talking to Jeff, talking to Gail. Talking Dennis, to uh, Dennis, Dennis Steel, whatever his name is. Just, oh, man. They're they trying to figure it out, man. Like cause, like I said, man, Saints have an opportunity to become the Steelers, the Green Bay, the, uh, you know, the, these long-time franchises that had, you know, multiple decades of winning, you know. Saints have a chance to do that, man. So, you know, this move here, will be key to that, you know, how that plays out. It'll be key. Yeah, you don't want to become a Giants where you fire head coaches every after two years, bro. They, and it can happen. It can easily happen, man. Yeah, it can bro. easily happen. When you get this wrong, you're firing him in three years, then you're bringing somebody else. You're switching offensive coordinators every two years. So whatever quarterback you bring in, he's not getting used to the offensive coordinator. So you don't really know if the quarterback is really good or not. It's a, it's so you're holding on to quarterbacks and you're, you're quarterback purgatory. You're, you're the Giants. You're the Giants. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. That's the worst spot to be, bro. Like, shoot me right now. Like, <laughs> don't put me in that situation. <laughs> that's the, it's, it's literally the worst position to be in as a fan, bro. It's the worst. Um. We'll see, man. We'll see. We, you know, I think it's going to be announced within a couple of days here. Um, we'll go. We'll, we'll go from there. Uh, last question before we get out of here: Who you got? Who you got in the Super Bowl? Oh. I've doubted the Bengals every week, so I'm not going to doubt them, man. I'm just rolling the Bengals, bro. Well, uh, okay. Roll those Bengals, you know. Uh, I. I'm just gonna go talk and go Rams, you know. Thanks, Vince. <laughs> go go talk with go talk with the Super Bowl. Go go talk with the head coach expectations. I might be completely wrong on both, but we shall Aaron, see. Aaron Donald gets that offensive line, boy. <laughs> Buddy. But can I say one thing, one thing in regards to that, right? Whoever becomes the head coach of this team. If there's anyone in the front office that listens to this podcast, I don't know if there is. But let's just imagine how thing there is, right? Please. You have seen a team in the Bengals that literally has a top three worst offensive line in the fucking NFL. Top three worst offensive line in the NFL, bro. But you know how they're able to overcome that? They have plethora of fucking weapons. <laughs> yes, and I mean, I'm not trying to undersell Joe Burrow because he's a huge part of that, right? 
But they got a number one wide receiver in Jamar Chase. They got a receiver who is a high, high in wide receiver two, low end wide receiver one. If he was just a dude in T Higgins, you got Tyler Boyd, you got CJ, um, CJ Gumas. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to try to. Um, and then you got Joe Mixon. That is five players on offense who are supremely skilled. And yeah, you have Joe Burrow and he's the maestro. Obviously, he plays a huge factor into that. But my point is, I think we're trying to, I think I'm trying to like illuminate is that I'm not saying offensive line doesn't matter, but the Saints have had Teron Armstead, Eric McCoy, and Ryan Rebcheck, and it ain't really led to shit. <laughs> All I'm saying is that offense fucking matters. When Robert Woods of the Rams went down and they had Cooper Cup, who was playing like a top three wide receiver in the league, you know what the Rams went out and did? They went out and got Odell, bro. Like, yeah. offense it, fucking matters. Weapons. It a complete difference. Weapons on top of weapons on top of fucking weapons. They matter in the NFL. So, I don't care who the head coach is. Can we just get some fucking weapons, bro? Man, our, our number one weapon in, in jail right now in Vegas, bro. <laughs> like, right. can, like yeah. that's just... He is in a jail right now in Las Vegas. Can we get some fucking weapons? Please. Overdose this team with weapons. Oh, well, we was, we've been saying that for years. For fucking years. And Sean Stale... Sturbanized, oh, it's the system, blah, 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 blah. Fuck out of here. Tired of it, Ryan. Hot, tired of it. Fed up. Fed up. Give us how, can you watch, how can you watch NFL on Sunday and then look at this? Look at this team. Poverty. And be okay, and be okay with it. Like, how can you do that? Poverty. Bro, we got to watch fucking... No offense to Marquez Callaway, bro. No offense to him. He did. He had a pretty decent season for every, you know, all things, you know, considered. But we gotta fucking watch Finding Nemo like fumble with fucking passes and false starts and that <sighs> <laughs> <And> up, bro. <laughs> just, just, it just gets me irritated. Just thinking like this is this is what we we reduce ourselves to. Do, do I we we out here rooting for Juwan Johnson. <laughs> Juwan Johnson gonna be our Jimmy Graham, right? Juwan fucking Johnson. Anyway, let me get out. I'm getting off my soapbox. I'll. I don't care if it's free agency. There's a lot. There's a lot of options in free agency. I think they. I think the Saints can maybe get to 30 million in cap space when all is said and done. I think it's 20 to 30 with enough with the right moves, right? More than enough. So free agency, there's a ton of wide receivers. There's some tight ends. The draft, you you could pick it, you could pick a a Williams, you could pick a fucking Olave. Can y'all just give us something? Just something. Fuck, bro. Oh. Anyway, I'm I'm trying to like I'm like I'm thirsty for some fucking pussy, bro. I just, 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 just need something, bro. I'm tired, I'm tired. Um, that all right? We we get out of here. Uh, we'll be back. Well, 
I would imagine that a head coaching um, announcement is coming this week, so that will probably lead to uh, us reco- recording an emergency podcast when that gets announced, so we can kind of deep dive into that um, when and if it gets announced. Um, but if not, we'll 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 be back as we always are. Again, everyone who has who's listened to us, who supports us, we really do appreciate it. Um, I really mean it when I say that our podcast. There's no way it would be able to be where it is and what we've been able to do with it um, without the support of the listeners. Um, we have our our like our diehard listeners that listen to every single thing we do from the start of the pod to the very end of the pod. Um, there's some listeners that just listen to just <laughs> some of it. We don't care. We, we appreciate you all, especially the, all the recent Patreon uh, people who donated on Patreon, um, people who've been donating from from the start of us fucking doing this podcast is is truly tremendous. We do have goal. Like I have a goal to go to the combine. I don't even care. I don't want to see people run. But when all the head coaches are at fucking tables and getting bombarded with questions, I want to be at that bitch because I want to be at whoever the fuck whoever the the head coaches the Saints, and I want to ask them the hard hitting questions that maybe New Orleans Saints media won't ask them. Also, it's not lost on me that Mickey Loomis decides to fucking and does an impromptu thing at the fucking Senior Bowl soon as I'm on my way back to fucking Mobile, bro. What the fuck is that's that? them, bro? <laughs> that's them. That's how they do. They wait till the last day. And even with the combine, bro, like they, them, and the Patriots are the only team that never sent a head coach up there to talk. They don't. No, not oh, not 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 that presser. Yeah. yeah oh, no. okay. But I'm you catch them on the side. Yeah. No, no. You know when when Sean remember that time at the combine when Sean right. brought his contract out at the table. I think that was yeah, that was a head coaching. Uh, that was the owners meeting. Was that the owners meeting? That was, that was the owners meeting. Yeah. yeah we got to get to one of them motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> you know the white people ain't gonna never let our black ass into a fucking man. Look, hey, we got the NFL communication, bro. We might we might go to that bitch end up being on the stage, take me getting auction, bro. <laughs> <laughs> get out there, motherfucker! Yeah, like, get out, man! Like, the hell, we didn't walk this. <laughs> All right. On that note, we get out of here. We out. Peace. Birth this in the night. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.